0: Hello everybody and welcome back to the community podcast brought to you by Central Arkansas Development Council CADC.
1: I'm Willis Berry
2: and I'm Tiffany Smith and today we have a very special guest. He's actually been on before if you want to introduce yourself.
1: Hello everyone out there, my name is Randy Morris, I'm the CEO, so be prepared for the best podcast that you'll ever have, yet again. Why? Because I'm on it. (laughs) Well, you guys, we have been really busy
0: over the last week. We have. If you all remember back in May, when we did our emergency food distribution program, and we were able to provide food for residents of the counties that we serve here at CADC. Mm -hmm. Well, that was such a success that Mr. Morris decided he wanted to bring it back for a second time around. And so we're gonna tell you all about how that started off and what our last week entailed.
2: So we actually started on Monday, and so far the counties that we've hit are Sevier County, Little River County, and Miller County.
0: And that was the cities of D-Queen, Ashdown, and then
1: Texarkana, which was the big one. Yes.
0: Mr. Morris, you want to weigh in on on some of last week?
1: Last week was very interesting. Uh, A lot of sore bodies... A lot of different boxes put together. But we are happy Ugh. that we were able to help individuals, help a lot of individuals. We were able to help over 1,200 individuals with food boxes. That'll help them for the uh, holiday seasons that are coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, the boxes entail a lot of great things. Uh, if you look at one of my videos, it'll tell you what all is in the box. So I won't go over that again, unless they want me to. And uh, <laughs> But the boxes weigh about 50 pounds um, you get two different boxes in one box you'll have your dry goods you'll have your flour your sugar your uh, elbow noodles you'll have uh, dried milk you have your brownie mix you'll have your cornbread mix um, you'll also have hot rolls um, chicken leg quarters a 10 pound bag you also have uh, two packages of bologna uh what else am i missing uh
2: did you mention the corn and green beans
1: no i didn't mention the corn and the green beans so yes we'll give you guys a lot of great things but we're happy that all the people came out to uh get this assistance like i said we helped over 1200 individuals so just last week alone so great
0: well, there's definitely a lot of hard work that went into it this last week. I feel it right now as as we speak.
1: Mr. Morris and
2: I actually sustained some injuries, but it didn't stop us from going out there and <laughs> working hard.
0: Right, right. Yes, I, yes, I happen yes. to have my Apple Watch on me uh, throughout last week. And I know, you know, you can track your activity throughout the day and all. And I believe that mine said I had hit 400% of my like daily move goal for three days consecutively so we we want to go but it's rewarding nonetheless well we talked about what we did last week but I think it'd be great to uh, just discuss what we have coming up I know next week we'll be on the road as well. Yes,
2: uh, next week we'll be in Longoak County in both Longoak and Ward. We'll be in Montgomery County in Mount Ida. And we will be in Pike County in Glenwood. And if you'll go to uh, our website www.cadc.com on the front page, there'll be information about the distribution. You'll just need to hit read more and you'll be able to find out where we'll be. And I will say that we typically advertise for 10 o'clock but we have been starting a little bit early. Once we get everything prepared, we do go ahead and tend to distribute since it is first come, first serve. So just be sure to get there early.
0: Absolutely. And typically there are certain criteria that has to be met in order to qualify for the food boxes. And uh, maybe we can just share a little bit of that information with them.
2: Yes, in order to qualify to receive a box, you do have to live in our 19-county service area. There have been some questions about that, but yes, you do have to live in one of our 19 counties. And of course, you can go to our website to see uh, what counties those are. There are also some income limitations that you must meet. Those aren't posted on the website or on our social media pages, but they are posted on site. So when you get there, you should be able to see whether or not you qualify under the income guidelines,
0: I know uh, we did. I know it's funny that we, you know, we mentioned you have to live in particular counties that we service. Yes, but we did have people that didn't even live in the state of Arkansas. <laughs>
2: that is true yes you do have to live in arkansas in order to receive (laughs) a box i know it's kind of iffy because we do border some other states but yes you do have to live in arkansas in order to receive a box you also have to live in one of our 19 counties
0: right so be sure to visit our website and just look at the calendar there to see when we'll be in your area um, one thing I wanted to hit on is just to give Mr. Morris the opportunity. Like, what what is it that you're wanting to accomplish by doing this? Like, what's your vision?
1: My big vision has been since I've uh, became the CEO here at Central Arkansas Development Council. It's to help as many people as possible to take away all excuses. I think I said it in our first employee banquet that we had: is we need to learn how to take away excuses and have solutions only. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I understand that during this pandemic there's been a lot of individuals that have lost their jobs. There's been a lot of individuals that are, are working less than what they normally work. And we as CADC our community action agency, we here we are here to be what our community needs us to be. Right. And right now we understand that being able to help with uh, food insufficiencies for individuals is something that we need to be able to do. so, That's one of the things that's one of my missions is just to help as much as possible. Mm -hmm. So individuals can be as comfortable as possible. Mm -hmm. So they don't have to struggle as much as they normally would without us being able to help. Mm -hmm. Right. And
0: we're in a bit of a unique situation because each of the three of us here on this podcast grew up uh, benefiting from CADC in one way or another. So we definitely have been on the other side of of things. And so we can attest to the fact that it's rewarding to be able to be the individuals that are giving help at this time, especially with the holidays coming up. And we're going to be doing this into mid-November,
1: I believe. Yes, most definitely into mid-November. And as you said, yes, we've all had to get some kind of help at some point in our lives. Uh, I've said and I've always told my story that I'm a Head Start kid, and it's amazing to be able to be over Head Start. Um, I'm one that has received government commodities before, and it's able. It, it, it's just a great feeling to be able to hand out these government commodities. So it's just a great thing to be able to help individuals. It's been steering every job that I've had has been steered towards that direction anyway. So just to be over such a prestigious organization. To be able to help as many people as we have, I mean, it's just a great thing. Like I said on the last distribution, we helped over ten thousand people. Wow, over did. ten thousand people. And so the stories were amazing. Yes, yes, yes. To see the faces of the people when they come through and get it, to, to for them to tell you, you know that. I just fixed my last meal at my house. You just don't know how grateful I am to receive this. Or they come to you crying saying they had eight kids at the house, which, you, and you're having to take them to their house with their box to see some of the living conditions, to see what people are going through, just to know that you can help in some way, shape, or form, or fashion. It's just a great feeling that you can have. It really is. All right, well, you all now
0: know what we're doing, and... If you look at the calendar, you know when we're doing it. But what about the how? And so we'll probably go over some of the logistics with you and how we're able to to do this on such a large scale throughout the week. And uh, I'll start by saying that we have divided up into teams and we have some competitive team captains. Uh, Tiff, maybe you can share with them who we've got leading us.
2: So, like you mentioned, we do have two teams, Team Paul (coughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh team what was that
0: called for Tana. now for you who, who don't know randy and i both are a part of team paul and <coughs> the, mm, the greatest uh-huh. team <laughs>
2: yeah uh-huh
0: tiffany is not
2: i'm not i'm on the better team the more organized team
0: <laughs> okay so paul wells is our planning and development manager here at cadc and
2: Todd Anderson is the manager of systems and programs. He's also the program manager over Lockheed. He also happens to be mine and Willis' direct supervisor.
1: <laughs> Still, Team Paul, uh-huh. come see me.
2: I'ma be nice uh, As the saying goes If you don't have anything nice to say Just don't say anything at all
1: So
0: so tell them how the process goes
2: So as you mentioned before We are split into two teams And we each go to our designated locations Uh, We split it into two days and so the first day is really about making the boxes getting the food off the trucks uh, and then assembling the boxes the second day is the distribution so we get everything that we've made and we start giving it to the people
0: so just to elaborate on what she means on our setup days oh man so we have multiple uh, cisco trucks Uh, some of them were our reefer refrigerated trucks and they come in and they deliver all the food items that we're gonna be distributing. And we unload those items by hand onto pallets, rolling them into the, whatever facility we're gonna to use to set up the boxes. And so we have a team of individuals that actually take these flattened out, brand new cardboard boxes, put them together, tape them up, and then we go through that row of items and fill it. And after they're filled for that day they're stored to be able to be pulled and distributed on the second day uh that doesn't include our refrigerated items <laughs>
2: Right, that is done the day of distribution. So what typically happens is there is a two man team that will go into the freezer truck. And what they'll do is they will pass off the frozen items to the people on the assembly line. Typically, it's five or six people. And so we'll get those items, we'll bag them up, we'll pass them along the assembly line, and we'll get them ready to go on top of the boxes. So when people pull up, we'll be able to go ahead and get everything into their vehicles
0: and all of that is just a, like the inaction type stuff mr. Morris might be able to tell you more about like how it, how we actually achieve all of that how we get the Cisco trucks down they may have to do some communicating with with the different companies that provide some of these services before it ever gets to our two
1: teams <laughs> well, <listen. laughs> It's a long process because we have to sit down with uh, Cisco just to determine what they're able to get so we can, we give them a list of what we want and they go through and see what they can get. And then we break it down finally after meetings on top of meetings of what we can actually pass out. then that barrel we go to them being able to put it on the trucks. Uh, We had a little hiccup this past week because it was something that didn't come in in time, but they were able to replace it. Shout out to Cisco and thank them for everything that they do because they were able to replace it, get the truck sent out. We were able to pack and we were able to put the boxes together and prepare and get ready for distribution. Now what I want to do also is I also want to give Cisco a shout out Like I said, thank you guys for all that you do for us Partnering with us and helping us I also want to give a shout out to the Texas County Fairgrounds Also to UA Constantine, Miss Erica One of our board members that helped us helped us Secure our locations Just everybody that volunteered this week And helped us in uh, everything that we do Also in Ashdown, where were you guys at? Uh,
2: the First United Methodist Church
1: First United Methodist Church in Ashdown Thank you guys for everything that you've done For us and all the volunteers In Ashdown as well So,
0: Yeah we actually had the uh, UA Casa Tide basketball Team that came out and Volunteered oh, yes. Yes, They yes, came yes. out and volunteered for us down there uh, When we were in D-Queen
1: D-Queen and all the students
0: There's a lot of uh, mental prep work, a lot of physical labor, but there was a lot of, uh, I don't know, it just completed us in a way, and uh, it was rewarding, and I enjoyed being a part of
1: it, and I'm sure you all did as well. Oh, yes, most definitely. I got hurt, but hey, it's right. all
2: worth Like I said, we just got out there and kept going.
0: Yeah, well, we're going to keep you all up to date on everything that's going on, and keep looking out for... Uh, some of Mr. Morris's videos that we release as well. Yeah. And uh sometimes he's able to provide you with more information on the videos and just keep up with us and we'll keep it going. We it's good to be back mm-hmm. doing the podcast. Um one thing I will add to what we were talking about about the distribution. There's definitely a difference doing it in the fall versus the summer. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, You guys, just we appreciate everything that you do for uh, our agency. We continue to appreciate your support and all. And just keep listening out. And we appreciate you for being the best part of the community.
2: We'll see you next time.